0: Fantasy Fuel is powered by Pole Sports. Get instant fantasy football advice through real time polls by visiting PoleSports.com. I'm getting a
1: low on fuel. What are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. Give me fuel, take the fly, send me tracing out of sight.
0: Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to Fantasy Fuel. We are on Mondays now, just right off the top. I'm going to tell you that we're a day (laughs) earlier than we have been, so get ready for us earlier in the week, and as always, I am here with Tom Tuttle. What's going on, Mr. Tuttle?
1: Nothing much except for the fact I just got a new webcam so hopefully this works out better for. We were having some technical difficulties and now we shouldn't. <laughs> I'm crossing my fingers if we have technical difficulties today. A weight my has been lifted right in
0: my mouth. Yes, a weight has been lifted for Tom. <laughs> he he's hands free now like he yeah, doesn't, well, he doesn't I know I what, know to, what do to do with his either. hands. <laughs> Uh, But that, for you just listening in uh, audio land, you don't care about Tom's hands. You care about (laughs) his brain, and we're going to get into it. Uh, This week is our top 12 quarterbacks, and again, our top 24 will be on our website, fantasyfuelpodcast.com. Last week, we talked about wide receivers, and I found a little stat that I would like to present to you in case you are him-hawing over certain wide receivers this year. Since 2012, the Redskins, Panthers, Bills, Titans, Ravens, and 49ers have combined for a total of zero Pro Bowl wide receivers. Mm. So that is not looking good if the trend is to continue for (laughs) a few players. I mean, the Redskins have some new rookie wide receivers. The Panthers are very young in their wide receiver core. The Bills don't have exactly the greatest (laughs) stable. The Titans need a quarterback to make their wide receivers Pro Bowl ready. Mm -hmm. The Ravens have a running quarterback, and the 49ers have no idea what they've got (laughs) in any of their players right now, it seems like. So if if you're flipping a coin uh, against one of these teams, uh, you might as well just take whoever the other team is and uh, take their <laughs> wide receivers because I'm I'm going to say it's probably going to continue with that run.
1: That's very possible. There's no big names on any of these teams that are going to make the Pro Bowl. And then somebody would have to step up as far as quarterbacks. Maybe Garoppolo does, but we'll see.
0: We'll see. Uh, one more wide receiver piece of news here, uh, as everybody has probably heard up to this point. Yeah, There's no criminal charges that are going to be filed against Tyreek Hill after his child abuse case was reopened. However, that doesn't mean he's not right. going to get suspended. I'm going to repeat that. That does not mean he is going to be without a suspension. Because mm-hmm. last year, Ravens cornerback Jimmy Smith was suspended four games by the NFL for threatening and emotionally abusive behavior towards his ex-girlfriend. Right. And considering the audio tape with Tyreek Hill, that was pretty much exactly what was on there. He was threatening her. So I, if I were a betting man and I have been known to bet once or twice, (laughs) I would say Tyreek's probably getting a four game suspension.
1: But, I think it's going to be more than that just because he had a prior before he started yes. in the league. And once you have a prior, they usually go a little bit more.
0: That is a very good point. And considering, yeah, his past, yeah, you guys are not out of the woods yet when it comes to Tyreek Hill. <laughs> it, it may be a breath. You can breathe if you have Tyreek Hill on your roster, knowing he might actually play this year because yeah. – uh, All the charges got dropped, but yeah, you're not out of the woods and I'm still not going to be buying Tyreek Hill as fun as it is to see him on the field. I think, uh, I think he's going to miss a few games still.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I, if he doesn't get suspended, I would be the most shocked person in the world. There's no way he doesn't get suspended.
0: Yep, I'm in an auction draft right now that has two copies of every player's and Tyreek Hill has been bought basically as if he were going to be playing this year. So (laughs) I guess everybody is fairly confident that after this year, he's going to be right back to where he was. So yeah, if that's well, see, I mean,
1: it's possible unless they go with them first four or eight games and they've realize hey, maybe we don't need you and yeah. then maybe go somewhere else maybe we'd have to figure out how is he going to be without Mahomes
0: yeah and <laughs> and uh if he does something stupid in the meantime I don't yeah really, yeah yeah I would not put that out of the realm of possibility for Tyreek <laughs> Hill considering everything we have seen and heard up to this point yeah but this is a quarterback episode so let's get into some quarterback news and <laughs> Sean O'Hara of the Giants uh, was asked about Daniel Jones, and somebody had said if you put Peyton Manning and Eli Manning in a blender, you get Daniel Jones. Mm. Uh, And Sean O'Hara took that as uh, a bloody mess. (laughs) (laughs) That's so bad, but that's kind of how I feel about Daniel Jones right now. I know, you can't compare Daniel Jones to Peyton Manning in any no. way, shape, or form. Please.
1: You can't. I mean, you can't compare him to Eli, but even to Eli, what he's done, you can't compare him to what Eli's done right. on the football field yet. Eli has won two Super Bowls. He's been in the playoffs multiple times. He's been a really good quarterback. He's fallen off the last few years, but to compare them, it's just that's complete asinine you can't Peyton Manning is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game you can't compare a rookie to him <laughs> that's,
0: that's and, stupid and spoiler alert uh neither Eli Manning or Daniel Jones is in our top 24 <laughs> uh, somebody that yeah. is in our top 24 and fairly high on both of our list is one Carson Wentz he yeah Just got announced to a four-year, $128 million extension, but it doesn't officially kick in until 2021. So that means they can front-end a lot of this money in the next couple of years. Right. And his contract won't cripple the Eagles as far as signing other players after the 2020 season, which is a huge deal because there are a lot of quarterbacks that are going to be signing new deals here. Uh, Dak Prescott's going to be signing a new deal. Um, uh, I know there's a few others and, uh, like Jared Goff, he's going to be signing a new deal soon because he's, you know, the same class as Carson Wentz. So right. that that's a lot of money that's going to be tied up. And if they don't do it similar to the way the Eagles did it, the, some of those teams are going to get a little bit hamstrung when it comes to signing other players.
1: Yeah. I think it depends on the player and the agent. Uh, I've seen it in baseball so many times with Boris It just keeps sticking it to him all the time. And I, it's just like, it's not going to work after a while, but I think this is kind of the way it should be the way that Wentz has done this. It makes sense for the team and it makes sense for him. He's still getting money. It's not like he's not getting paid. So I think this is probably the way the league come at least I'm going to give it a couple years before everybody's doing something like this.
0: And uh, it's funny you uh, you said something about it depends on the player and the agent. Well, I believe yeah. Jared Goff has the same agent as Carson Wentz, so <laughs> uh, he's probably going to be asking for more money. But they could probably still do the same type of a be uh, a deal.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that agent, how how lucky do you have to be as an agent to end up getting the top two picks of a draft? and then <laughs> yeah. both coming into the same type of extension at the same year. Yep. you, you got to be feeling pretty good about yourself.
1: Yep. That's, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to say. I, mean, I wish I could just be an, a- an agent to just get one. And if I don't even care, it could be Mr. Relevant. Right. I don't care. <laughs> just give me the guy. I'll go ahead and make your millions and I'll take a little, a little bit of it and I'll still have a lot of money. So, and, uh,
0: There's rivalries out there, and I'm talking about the Cowboys and the Eagles, and there was a certain player on the Cowboys who uh, decided to tweet out something after Carson Wentz signed his new quarterback. Now, it wasn't specifically aimed at him, but it felt really, really close. And he said, (laughs) Demarcus Lawrence said, the richer they get, the better it feels when we humble they ass. Well... DeMarco Murray has a career zero sacks against the Eagles. So I'm <laughs> kind of confused at why he's talking trash right now.
1: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing in the world to say, no. but it, it's almost cringeworthy. We could have almost. Oh, put I, that I was there.
0: thinking about it, but I, it wasn't a long enough story for me to get all excited <laughs> about. Uh, uh, but uh when there's quarterbacks, you, you know, and all these extensions going on, you got to think about okay, who's the GM, and who are these guys that are making these decisions? Well, <laughs> there's been a little bit of shakeup here in the league. Uh, the Texans fired Brian Gain their GM,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, as of right now, I do not see anybody that seems like a front runner. So. I'm not sure what's going on with the Texans, but they fired their GM right when the Jets hired their new GM. (laughs) I don't know if they were trying to make a play for one Joe Douglas, who is a former Eagle and I am very Mm -hmm. sad to lose, but if he had to go somewhere, I'm glad he went to the Jets. So one of us (laughs) still gets to be happy with uh, his services. Uh, They ended up giving him six years, $3.3 million per year. And apparently it was done a bit before the game firing, but I don't know who's uh, saying what in that respect.
1: Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't make any difference to me. I, I like it. Uh, I don't know a whole ton about Joe Douglas, but we're just going to roll with it every single time. I have always rolled with the GM. So yep. we'll see, we'll see how he does all his signings and, trades and whatnot and i didn't mind the guy we had before but we'll see he set
0: joe douglas up pretty good i mean you got your hopeful franchise quarterback you got a young amazing safety you put some pieces in place you're young you got a new running back and yeah if if he can't make this work I guess he's got an out. Well, I didn't like those guys. I wasn't here for those guys, even though you gave me Pro Bowl players. Oh, that they wasn't all, me. They
1: always will say that. Of all, course they All will. the time. <laughs> all the time. All right. So,
0: like I said at the top of the show, we're doing our top 12 quarterbacks. And yep. in no surprise, the Packers are going to wear the number 15 decal on their helmets this season to honor yeah. the late Bart star. So yeah. that's going to be kind of cool. I know I'm going to see and you're going to see a ton of gear and stuff probably around this area. The jerseys and stuff probably will have their number 15 little stitch or something on them. It's going to be a pretty pretty popular item in these yep. parts. So let's uh, start off uh, – <laughs> You you guys are getting a real treat here because both of our number 12s are probably guys that you're going to (laughs) be like, uh, I can, I even listen to the rest of this, please stay, stick around (laughs) the number 12 is not an indication of the rest of our top quarterbacks for the season, but we are starting off with a couple of our,
1: and
0: (laughs) the first one is Tom's number
1: 12, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I've been saying it for a long time. Uh, I think he's going to have a good year. I think he's going to have a great year. I think there's a very strong possibility. He is not just a number one quarterback this year. I think that he could be top 10. I'm not going to push it much further than that because there's a lot of really good guys. But he has the ability to get yards with his legs. And when you can do that, And if he can learn to pass the ball, and I know he's got some rookies now that maybe have some talent to him. And he's been in the system for a year now. It's his it's his team now. Uh, He has the opportunity to make everything of it. And I just believe that he's got a really good chance to get some monster numbers.
0: I know he's capable of it. I yeah. actually have him at number 20, which is pretty yeah, far away time. from 12, and that's probably more uh, that's around the That's closer to where most people, yeah. But, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up as a top-12 quarterback at all. No surprises at all right. if he did that because he definitely, he, I mean, he conceivably could put up close to 1,000 yards rushing, and that would, exactly. he wouldn't have to do much passing at all. And he is a QB one, uh, a top 10, probably no matter what.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: yeah, that, that's all it takes. And it's very similar to my number 12. My number 12 <laughs> is also oh, gosh. Josh Allen. I, I'm putting mm-hmm. him there. Uh, I know you don't have him quite that high. <laughs>
1: I have, you had, you had Jackson at 20. I have him at nine I have Allen at 19. Okay,
0: so oh, close to that. We were, we were flip-flopping, we were a little biased towards these couple of guys, <laughs> I think, and but I really do think Josh Allen, he with what he had to work with last year, he had some really good games down the stretch.
1: Yeah.
0: And with a little bit better receiving core, I mean, I tweeted out last year at the end of the season a 5-minute long video of Josh Allen wide receivers dropping the ball. So if the guys he's got this year would just, you know, catch the balls that he throws deep down the field, (laughs) he's going to have better numbers. And we all saw the highlights of him jumping over linebackers. So, you know, he can rush the ball too. Not quite like Lamar Jackson, but he is certainly more than capable of rushing for, you know, 40, 50 yards a game here and there and, you know, getting up over that 100 yard mark. I know he did that a couple of times last year. So Mm -hmm. we're sneaking a couple of guys into our top 12 and yeah, those are second year players, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. Uh, Right. And you
1: know, I, I'll say exactly the same thing you said about Jackson. I would not be surprised at all. (laughs) If Allen was in the top 12 this year, if he was in the top 10, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he's got all the ability to do it. I just, don't think it's gonna happen uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised I'll just I'll leave it there
0: yeah no nope, <laughs> no problems with that at all and we can move on to our number 11 I, I think like number our number 11 and everything has been the same <laughs> I'm not sure but it feels like it uh, and it is the same this week and it's again another guy who could always end up close to the top five yeah but you're not taking him there. This is a guy you can get right. late every year. If it's redraft, you're stoked. If you can get Phillip rivers,
1: right? Yep. Phillip rivers is a starter probably every year in fantasy football. It'd be hard to not have him in the top 12. Like you, you see all the other guys. There's some other guys that were leaving out of the top 12 that have been there at <laughs> consistent rate, but Phillip rivers still has the weapons around him and that's just, that's, that's really the bottom line to it. I mean, he's got the weapons. He's still a great quarterback. He's going to be in the top 12.
0: Yep. There's nothing much more I can say about it. You, everybody out there should know who Phillip rivers is by now. Yeah. I mean, he is breeding his own football team. So there's going to be a lot of rivers down the line that we're going to talk about if we're still doing this, you know, in 10 mm-hmm. or 15 years. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> every year he is a top quarterback he is a qb1 and you can get him late so if you don't want to take the chance on a younger quarterback just wait and take rivers although the top 16 i could conceivably see any one of those being a top 10 quarterback basically so if you (laughs) want to know who our top 16 is go to fantasyfuelpodcast.com click on that rankings picture at the top of the page and it's true. It, you can, if you're in a one QB league, you can wait. I just, there's yep. so many good quarterbacks. Now super flex is becoming such a popular way to play right. that you can't get away with just waiting on a quarterback anymore. So that's why we're doing these rankings because there are so many super flex and two quarterback leagues out there that you, you got to know who your QB two is going to be as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, I would, I would name the guys, but I don't want to spoil anything. But those guys below, like you said, the number 12 spot, 13, 14, 15, 16, are all guys that have a really good possibility to be in a number one, or or not receiver, I hope not, (laughs) but a a number one quarterback this year. So there's plenty of guys to choose from. It's just your preference when you put them as a starter. Um, That's it.
0: All right, so let's go to number 10, and here we go again. Your number 10 is my number 13, and my number 10 is your (laughs) number 13. So (laughs) let's go with yours, and that is Jared Goff.
1: Yeah, Jared Goff. I mean, he's still got all the weapons that he had last year. I don't know what's going to happen with Gurley. I know Gurley catches balls out of the backfield and all that. and He still has all three of the wide receivers that he's got from that he had last year. He started out so good last year. It was unreal. And then they kind of fell off a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if he continues with the fall off, but it's it's a new season. They're going to try and click everything together. I, I don't know what to think of Todd Gurley. I just know that Goff and the receivers are all going to be what they were last year. And if Todd Gurley is really the big key to the puzzle, then so be it, and Goff will fall off the map. But that's I just don't see that happening.
0: No, I don't think he'll fall off the map, but that Super Bowl, that was a little bit of a wake up call for anybody that has owned Jared Goff in keeper leagues or dynasty leagues. There's something Sean McVeigh is an awesome coach, but if teams you know, and coaches like Bill Belichick, which, of course, there are not many of, but this might be now the blueprint to try and stop the Rams' offense is don't let them figure out your defense before the snap. Just kind of hover around and then get up to the line so that he can't read your defense. That might be a new way to play defense going forward, and those quarterbacks that can't make the quick decisions – and just throw it to their number one wide receiver or their first option in their route tree, it's it's not going to be a good year for those quarterbacks. And if Jared Goff plays like he did in the Super Bowl, it's it's not going to be pretty.
1: Well, if McFay is a good course, which I do believe he is, he's going to figure something out. If teams are going to start doing that type of strategy against him, there's always a counter uh, course. so to speak. Uh, what is it that they can do to counteract what they're doing on the field? And I think he's a good enough coach to understand that and realize that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know per se that all defenses are going to do that, but it definitely was eye opening how terrible they were in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, just a little bit. And then speaking of a terrible. Super Bowl performance from a few years ago I'm talking about my number 10 and that is cam Newton <laughs> sorry cam that was it was not pretty that year uh you had an amazing season that year and I think you can have an amazing season again and he could. apparently he is uh, working on a little bit different uh release uh for his passing abilities I'm not sure exactly what it is yet but he's got some kind of new throwing motion and anybody out there that has seen Cam Newton pass the ball, it looks like he is winding up to throw it 60 yards down the field every <laughs> single time he throws, and sometimes it's a 10-yard pass. And yeah. it, it weirds me out every time to see that. I mean, it's just a wind-up, and you're like, oh, here it comes, DJ Moore's on the field. Oh, that was to Greg Olson, 70 <laughs> yards over the middle. Okay, never mind. Um,
1: At least it's not like... Michael Vick's pass, man. He, every time he threw the ball, it was like a complete, I guess he's left-handed. I'm not going to do that, but he just went way back like this and then threw the ball. And and if you're not watching on YouTube, you didn't get to see that. So sorry, but (laughs) you're probably happy. You didn't see it, but I mean, it's just that guy every time he wound up. So if, if Cam Newton is doing something different, he's doing a more quick release type of thing, maybe just popping up and throwing that would be kind of interesting to watch and we we'd have to take a take note at that I, that's something I didn't hear uh so I'm taking note maybe yeah. if i if I see something I might move him up my rankings sooner or later
0: yeah um I might be a little biased since this is the first season I will actually own cam Newton anywhere after it, <laughs> I did a trade with Tom yeah uh but it's yeah I because he was injured a little bit last year and because Christian McCaffrey was so good, I think Cam Newton could quietly have a very good year again because they're going to have to pay attention to CMC and that Uh, might, might just give him an out again this year. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's uh, move on to number nine. I will. Uh, do my nine first because I don't like your number nine. (laughs) (laughs) My number nine is Deshaun Watson. Um, the guy's awesome to watch, uh, We've been looking at this little chart. Uh, It was numbers of sacks and hits uh, Mm -hmm. versus dropbacks and all that kind of stuff. And Deshaun Watson was running for his life last year. Now, part of it, of course, was probably his own doing, keeping plays alive and then getting another rush against him. So he avoids that and who knows. But the Texans, for some reason, they just do not know how to protect a quarterback very well. (laughs) <laughs> if anybody remembers Derek Carr's big brother, David Carr, that's yeah. probably the reason he's not in the league and wasn't a better quarterback is because the Texans just got him murdered year <laughs> after year. The one time, the one year he was well, the most sacked quarterback ever.
1: That was the expansion team that he came on to, too. But I feel really bad for him (laughs) because I feel like he could have been a lot better quarterback if he was on a different team when he came into the league. Yes, it's just kind of unfortunate he had to get stuck with the team that was just starting, right? (laughs) So that's not, and I I saw a video of him throwing the ball. Who was it? was a oh, Dak Prescott, yes, and oh my gosh he was uh, Dak Prescott was missing every target and Carr was just nailing them. Like one. he still had the accuracy. I don't know if he could read the defense anymore or anything like that, but yeah. it was, just, it was pretty telling like, it was kind of funny too because Dak was literally missing them all.
0: Yeah, you sent that to me a few weeks ago and yeah. it actually just resurfaced in another one of the Facebook groups that oh. I browse. And I was like, oh man, do I watch this again? Because it was so brutal the first time around. David Carr yeah. is there as a commentator and he's walking Dak through this target practice. And David Carr's like, boom, got the first one. And Dak Prescott, I think he barely missed, and then he got it. It was like, oh, okay, well, he's just getting warmed up. And David Carr, bam, (laughs) hits the second one. And it takes Dak three times to get the next one. And David Carr, bam, the next one, no problem. And then it takes Dak Prescott like five times. I'm like, what is going on here? Dak Prescott, that is part of the reason I don't have him very high. I have Dak Prescott (laughs) at 21, and I almost struggle to put him that high. Uh, what did I you have got him at 20, see. so we're, we're almost <laughs> on the same page there. That, that video was just brutal.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to base everything off that video, but we should leave a link in the description of the show notes. For yeah. That I will find that video and put it yeah. in the show notes for anybody it who wants great. to see I love it.
0: it. Uh, anybody that is an Eagles, Cowboys or, or not Cowboys, Giants or Redskins fan would love to watch <laughs> this video. So anyway, back to my number nine, Deshaun Watson. I, mm-hmm. I know everybody loves this guy, but I I need to see him perform at a little bit higher level consistently all year long. He had some lulls last year that I was not particularly fond of. So I mean, I, I still have him as a top ten quarterback because he's got yeah. DeAndre Hopkins and he's got his best friend Will Fuller if he can stay on the field. That would be a big help to him, but yeah, there's a lot of ifs there.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, there's ifs, but the guy makes it all makes it all up. He has got the legs. He has got the arm. He's got arguably arguably the best receiver in the game. It, it, the guy's going to be solid no matter what. And I mean, you have him in the top ten. He's higher on my list. I don't really have much else to say about him so i'll just tell everybody where he's at he's number five on my list but he's just he's just a talent
0: your number nine is on my list again
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i lost train of thought now but (laughs) sorry i screwed you up it's fine watson's gonna be good i i think he's a top five quarterback this year there's a lot of guys that could theoretically get up to that top five spot yep but once you get to four I think it's pretty much locked in stone. That's my opinion.
0: And your number nine, I alluded to it since I yep. said I didn't like it. But for anybody who's not a homer about this guy, there are a lot of ifs on this one too. And your number right. nine is my boy, Carson Wentz.
1: Yeah, the only real if on that team that I is isn't an if <laughs> is Zach Ertz. I think he is the most solid thing on your team, the Eagles. Uh, that if any any quarterback could to get it to Zachary, it's going to be fine. The problem is, is you got Jeffrey, and, which I like. He's fine, but it's still kind of a question mark to a certain extent. And then you got a bunch of other just complete question marks. And to say that Wentz himself isn't somewhat of a question mark – is to say it'd be stretching it because he's been hurt too often to not say that, all right, maybe we should take a look at what he's going to do if he gets hit or if he makes a cut like this, because he's got injury type things. I'm not going to say injury (laughs) prone. I don't want to go there, but it's good. He's really good. If he is not hurt, he's playing very well. And if he doesn't get hurt the whole season, I'll make a little quick ESP. If he's not hurt at all and he plays all 16 games, top two, he'll make a running <laughs> at top five.
0: All right. I'm not going to rebut at this point because <laughs> I have some things to say and sure. uh, I will get to it when we find out where he is on okay. my list. And so let's move on to number eight. And again. On the same page here, Mm -hmm. number eight, and that might be lower than on a lot of people's lists. Uh, That's Baker Mayfield. Right. I am not sold on him yet. No. This is still the Cleveland Browns we're talking about. Yeah. And there's a lot of drama in the wide receiver core there, even though they're best buddies. We're not sure how everybody's going to get along when it comes to, well, OBJ, he got 15 targets this game and Jarvis Landry only got five. What's up with that? I want the ball more. I don't know if they're going to be like that or not, but if they are Baker Mayfield's
1: in for it. Here's the thing. Mayfield's <laughs> going to have a good year. The problem is that we haven't seen this entire group of guys together. We have to see it. And Mayfield is still learning. Now, last year, it could have been an anomaly. This is something that people have him top five. I'm like, what? Just because you have OBJ and Landry doesn't mean you're a top five quarterback. You have to put it all together on a consistent basis. I don't want to say it's going to be a disappointment because I I still have him in my top ten. and I think he's going to be fine. But it's going to be a slight underwhelming type of pick for a lot of people when they pick him in the top five quarterbacks, and all of a sudden they realize, oh, I didn't have to get him. I could have got Mm -hmm. Carson Wentz, or I could have got Jared Goff, or who knows? Because they might be about the same. Now,
0: I will say uh, reaching for Baker Mayfield in a redraft league might not be the greatest idea this year. But if you are in a dynasty league, I have no qualms about you. Right reaching up a few rounds early to get your quarterback if you think Baker Mayfield is going to be the guy for the next 15 years. I have mm-hmm. no problem with that whatsoever. In the auction league I'm doing, he went for about a quarter of our budget, I think, both copies <laughs> sure. did. I mean, it was over 500 I think, for each, and we That's have 2500 So maybe 20-ish percent. And this is a super flex league, so obviously right. you don't yeah. want two quarterbacks. But he... Everybody thinks he's going to be worth it eventually. I'm just not 100% on this year for Baker. We're on the same page. Yep. And we're on the same page for number seven. (laughs) (laughs) And that is a guy you just did a stacking the deck for. That was Drew (laughs) Brees. Uh, You wrote a letter to him last year. Uh, He's still there. He's still playing at a high level. Mm -hmm. What more can you say? It's Drew Brees.
1: It's Drew Brees. I mean, I, there's really nothing else you have to say. <laughs> uh, all, I said it in the stacking the deck, and I'll say it just one more time. Every single year, he's going to be in the top 10. If you're if he's the number one quarterback every single year in every single league, unless you're in like a six-person league, which then why are you playing fantasy football? Yeah. But uh, he, he's always going to be a number one. He is the most consistent quarterback that I think I've ever seen play the game when it comes to fantasy football, so much consistency. And that's almost, I'm, I'm not going to go too much into it. Cause I've already done, been there, done that, but
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah it's Drew Brees. He is the height of consistency. I mean, yep. it, it, he had a down year the last two years compared to normal, but that's still a good year for everybody else. I mean, 4,000 yards and 32 touchdowns last year. That that was a down year for Drew Brees. It's a down
1: year, and he still had – I'm going to say it again. It's a a down year, and he still had his best QB rating he's ever had of 115.4, I think. I don't have it in front of me. But that's amazing. Like That's his best he's ever had. He's playing for a long time. He's been great for a long time. Now he has his best QB rating that's saying something. He's yep. still a really good talent. And last year he had four rushing
0: touchdowns.
1: <laughs> so I did not bring that up on <laughs> no, uh,
0: stacking the deck. You did not. And I'm I'm pretty sure he's not going to have four rushing touchdowns again this year. But, hey, you never know. Maybe he's their new goal line threat. <laughs> All right. Oh. Let's move along to number six. Uh, you have one Russell Wilson. Mm -hmm. and I have Matt Ryan. So, again, we're flip-flopping, I believe, the order that they are in in each other's list here. So why don't you make your case for
1: Russell Wilson? Well, Russell Wilson, I mean, he's one of these guys that's been really consistent ever since he's been in the league. He's been great. I mean, it's almost impossible for you to say that he's not going to be top 10, but there's a possibility that if – some of the wide receivers don't click. I mean, him and Lockett are unreal. But you don't know what's going to happen with the other guys that they have and whether well, or not Penny and uh, Carson. Wow. Car- yeah, Carson are going to get the way they should be. Uh, it, it's a battle, and I feel like it's a never-ending battle almost with them two. So they have to produce. If they're not going to produce, it could be be a little bit of a problem for Wilson, but I i mean, Wilson's just going to be, he's just going to be good. He's a rusher. He's a passer. He's accurate. Everything about him. He's really, really, really good.
0: Yep. Russell Wilson. He has also been the model of consistency. Uh, and that's in two different forms. You just said it running and mm-hmm. passing. He doesn't right. get 4,000 yards passing every year, but he will get you between Four and six hundred yards rushing most every year, right. and once in a while he'll throw in you know three to six touchdowns rushing, and that is huge, especially if you're in leagues that um, yep. only score four points for throwing touchdowns, but still mm-hmm. you get six points for the rushing touchdowns for your quarterbacks. Those guys: Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson those are guys you might want to reach just a little bit for in leagues that uh, only have four points per passing touchdown. Yeah, So you definitely have to look at your rules, and if that's the case, yeah. I was in leagues like that when Mike Vick was doing his thing. (laughs) So he was definitely the guy you wanted, and yeah. You just know your rules and – this list could change drastically if we were talking about four-point passing touchdowns.
1: Oh, boy, yeah, no doubt. He'd be so far higher up on the list. Well, not so far. I already have him at six. I don't know how much further you can go.
0: But, yeah, who's your number six? My number six is Matt Ryan. Okay. He has proven time and time again that he is a top-tier quarterback. And Mm -hmm. last year he had a great year. The Falcons were not in it all the way through, but it, it 35 touchdowns and only seven interceptions for him last year. That was almost on par with his MVP year when he had 38 touchdowns and seven right. interceptions. I mean, it was almost exactly the same, but those two years, he got those numbers very differently. Uh, he had almost the same amount of yards passing and almost the same amount of touchdowns. But last year, he had to complete 74 more passes to get to that point. Yeah. I don't believe they're going to pass that much this year, but who knows? Devontae Freeman is a big <laughs> question mark. They don't have Tevin Coleman anymore. Uh, Austin Hooper is starting to become a better option for him. Calvin Ridley had 10 touchdowns last year, but I don't know that that will be the same. Julio is Julio. We know what we're getting. If Atlanta's defense comes back to play, uh, Matt Ryan's numbers might not be as good, but he is definitely a solid option, and I see them having to keep up with some pretty high-powered offenses, and uh, I think that's going to lead to very close to a top-five finish, but I'm not quite going to put him there yet. (laughs)
1: Well, I think he's top five. Uh, I'm going to skip my number five because already we already talked about Watson. Yes. So you go ahead and go to your five.
0: All right. My number five was one I refrained from speaking on earlier, <laughs> and that's Carson Wentz. Uh, mm-hmm. I know I'm biased, but everything I'm listening to, of course, I listen to an Eagles podcast, and everything that I read and everything – Points to him being right back
1: to where he was in 2017. Everything. You know why they're saying that? Why? You don't have Nick Foles. That's why they're saying that. (laughs) You don't have the guy to back him up. So now it's like, well, he's the best. He's really good. No, you're right. He is really good. But I just, I have to see him not get hurt. That's the only thing that's really bothering me right now oh I I
0: completely get it anybody that is worried about Carson Wentz's health you have a right to be Mm -hmm. I'm just saying everything that I am reading and these guys are trying to be like I know I'm sounding like a homer and they're doing an Eagles podcast they're the official guys that do it and they're like you know we're gonna tell you good things but even we're shocked at how well he's playing how (laughs) awesome he's looked he's not wearing a brace nothing is slowing him down and even the guys that are there every day they you know the coaches the staff you know the gm type people out there they they will walk by and like hey did you see carson out there and they'll just do the little uh finger over lips yeah i understand <laughs> i hear you but i'm not saying anything about it yet
1: you know why they're doing that Shh. Shh. they're doing it because it's like oh he's not hurt yet so <laughs> be quiet all right i'm getting sick he's of your hurt. crap
0: here this is <laughs> This is not what we're talking about when it comes to Carson Wentz. He, he's going to be the MVP this year. Now, I, <laughs> oh my I hope, gosh. but no, I'm not going to go that oh far. Oh my gosh, yet. this
1: podcast <laughs> is over. Oh uh, no, no. Uh,
0: but I do have him top five because I really do believe that he is back to form. He has so, yeah, you might not want to have more than Zach Ertz as far as fantasy goes for who Carson Wentz is going to throw to. But he has so many people to throw to. You mentioned Alshon Jeffrey. He has been the same type of player every year for the Eagles. He is somebody that uh, Carson Wentz can rely on on the sideline routes. He can throw him a jump ball. He's got Nelson Aguilar who can get free over the middle, and he can go deep. He's got Deshaun Jackson who he's never had an actual good deep threat before he's got our new boy jj arcega whiteside who is a tall receiver who can go get it and jump ball in the end zone apparently he has been the best receiver of the bunch in the you know inside the 10 yard line so far Mm -hmm. and and that just that's not talking about dallas goddard who is a guy who could be a number one tight end on certain teams right now? I'm, I know I'm gushing, but if you just think. this, uh, this sounds so homery. I know I've it does, never,
1: but it's never logical. Heard you be this homery. <laughs> My God, has
0: so many weapons. If he can't so you're, do you're it, you're right. Now, so
1: a lot of it is logical. A lot of it makes sense, but just because I'm looking at. I'm looking at you. There's eagle stuff all around you. You're talking like the team has just won the Super Bowl again. They did <laughs> again. We've already beat... decided. <laughs> oh, they're winning. They're winning this one next year. Yeah, what you're saying. Duh. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, we'll, we'll have I to be the Jets be, to do it. I thought but, it was going to be the Jets, but yeah. I know I could be wrong. Yeah, you could
0: be. <laughs> All right, that's enough Homerism. Yeah. Uh, let's go to, well, we already know who your number four is. Uh, yeah, Matt Ryan. Number six, Matt Ryan, if you want I'll, to.
1: Yeah, I'll say something about it. What I think a lot of people are forgetting is that number one last year, everybody knows, was Mahomes. Like, he lit it up. But who was number two? Overall, yep, that was Matt Ryan. It was. It. I mean, the guy lit it up. He was number two over Roethlisberger by ten. This is according to the Flag website uh, on MFL, but he had thirteen more point or yeah, thirteen more points than Roethlisberger. He had twenty more points than Luck, and it just goes down from there. Watson, and then McCaffrey was sixth. I mean, I'm talking about overall. Right. He was number two overall. So that's, that's big. And for that's, that's the deciding factor for me. I don't, there's no real changes on that team to where I think that it's going to make a huge difference. Um, I think he's just going to, he's going to be having a really good year again. And that's why I had to have him at number four. And for me, I put him in the the number two tier. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's hard for me not to because he's just, he performed so good last year and he's been known to do it before. And I just have to put him there.
0: Yeah. Nope. No arguments for me. We both have him up high. I just, I think if that defense shows up, like I said, he might not have as many opportunities to put up the fantasy points. Not that he won't be good, yeah. but he might just not have you know, 600 pass attempts or whatever it was that he had last year. Uh, yeah, 608 pass attempts. That's a lot. The year yeah. before that, he only had 529. In his MVP year, he only had 534. Mm-hmm. So if he goes back to that, he's going to have to be way more efficient to get those same numbers. And uh, he can do it. So, again, it's, it wouldn't be a surprise if he was uh, higher than where I have him. <laughs> Uh, my number 4 is Russell Wilson again we just kind yep. of flip-flopped people i did not realize that until i started reading through the list on air but yeah <laughs> uh russell wilson he's we've already talked about him he's so consistent he's going to yeah. give you rushing and passing numbers and he doesn't he's not stupid with the football i <laughs> uh, i mean yeah he's had a couple of seasons with double digit interceptions but usually it's 7 8 Nine, and that's good he's a game manager but he can also light it up i mean he has had multiple games where he's had oh yeah four or five total touchdowns you know rushing and receiving or rushing and passing yeah so <laughs> you can't go wrong with russell wilson and he's only been in the league for what two four six seven years so he's got plenty of time left so even mm-hmm. if you're in a dynasty it's worth having russell wilson
1: yeah we still Last episode, he wanted to play it till it's 45. So right. And <laughs> so I think we're I think you're set.
0: All right. Now our top three are the same three people, but again, we have them in different orders. Mm-hmm. Uh we'll start with your number three, which is
1: Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, once we're up to the top three, it's just gonna be a bunch of this guy's really good. He's gonna he's awesome. So that's what I'm gonna say. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is really good. <laughs> He's awesome. He has the reason I have him at three and not two is because the wide receiver core isn't as solid as I'd like it to be. You have Adams and then there's just a lot of question marks, question marks that could become explanation points at some point, but not yet. I haven't seen it. I still see a lot of question marks right there, and I just want to see a little more clarity when it comes to the number two, number three, number four, number five, number six. I mean, I could just keep going. That's how many wide receivers they have that could be the number two guy, but we just haven't seen it yet. We have to find out.
0: Now, I do have Aaron Rodgers at number two. Mm-hmm. and i don't have as many reservations as you do again you have them at number 3 so yeah it's, <laughs> it's not, not it's an not issue.
1: huge it's just but if anybody yeah.
0: out there is scared a little bit at what tom is saying about those other wide receivers i put this to you they didn't go out and get anybody they didn't really draft anybody so they must be kind of confident and this is coming with a coaching change And they decided they were, okay, we must, we're good. We don't need to go out and get anybody specifically to help Aaron Rodgers. So I think they're confident with who they got. We both love some of those guys and they all had decent games here and there. Equinamius had a couple of okay games, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, he's such a <laughs> handful to say. Uh, yep. He had a couple of good games. Uh, we all loved seeing Jake Kumaro do what he did uh, in the preseason, and they kept him around, so there might be something there. And uh, they still have Jamon Moore, who I took a flyer on in the flag league. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you never know. He could be that next guy just needed an season, right. and Aaron Rodgers will be participating in this year's offseason season where I don't think there was as much of that last year. And then especially in the first few weeks after that injury, he didn't really practice much. And that hurt. You got to have practice to get a repertoire with these receivers. And I think that's all it's going to need is an off season. Like, Hey, remember I'm Aaron Rodgers. When I tell you to do this, just do it. And trust (laughs) me, I will put it where it needs to go. You just need to be there.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't disagree with that at all. Really? Uh, the only thing I will say is that maybe they didn't get anybody because not that they didn't feel like they should have, it's maybe just, we need to force the issue here. We need to force one of these guys to step up and we need to see which one of them will. Sure. And maybe that's the possibility there. Somebody's going to, I'm hoping it's equanimous cause I have him a couple places <laughs> on fantasy football, of course, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that's probably more of what it is is they're just trying to force it rather than saying, well, we probably could use another wide receiver here. Shoot. They could, they probably could have used Antonio Brown, <laughs> but they didn't do it because they're trying to force the issue. That's just kind of how I, I see it. Yeah, It
0: totally could be that way. I think they're fine. Uh, I have yeah, they're announced- fine. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying they're not,
1: I mean, that's really, I'm done. I I don't need to say it anymore. It's just, he's my number three guys. I'm not trying to knock on Aaron Rodgers or the Packers in any way. It's just, there's question marks and they're all really good, but we don't know which one's stepping up yet.
0: Uh, My number three and the reason I have him at number three is because I believe any of the top three are worthy of the top spot in fantasy football this year. Okay. Uh, my number three is Patrick Mahomes. I know everybody. <gasps> yeah, shock. Ooh, uh, uh, I'm not doing this for shock value. I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is going to have a bad season. I'm saying Patrick Mahomes is going to be a great quarterback, and he's going to be right. a good fantasy quarterback but I don't think he should be far and away the number one quarterback. Like, I don't think he is the guy in a tier by himself. There are other guys out there that can do exactly what he did, and it's going to be a test if Patrick Mahomes can do it again and put up 50 touchdowns without Tyreek Hill for part of the season or all of the season and without Kareem Hunt and what he had offered to them. And he can make Damian Williams that same guy he was the last, you know, six, seven, whatever weeks of the season last year. If he can do it again, then he is on a tier all on his own. But I'm not going to put him there quite yet.
1: I understand what you're saying. I I completely get it. Thing is, for me, the only thing that scares me with Mahomes is the Tyreek Hill situation. If it wasn't for that, he's in a tier by himself no matter what. I like you couldn't convince me otherwise. I, I what I've seen out of him from last year was just another level. It wasn't just, hey, this guy is pretty good. It was this guy is extremely good, like beyond what I've seen for a long time out of a quarterback. He's got all the tangibles that I would expect you i mean if you're talking to John Madden he would put all pieces from every single person legs of this guy arm of this guy uh the head of this guy the the knowledge of that whatever it is he would put it all together and he would come up with Patrick Mahomes cuz Mahomes is just he's just amazing to me and he's to me he's on a tier by himself the and again the only thing that i think that could knock him off of that this year is the fact that he doesn't have his number one receiver, possibly for four to eight to whoever knows how long he's going to get suspended for.
0: And I will add that in. We brought it up last year a couple of times. He has that photographic memory. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. to be able to have that as a quarterback is a rare gift. And we saw it last year. He could just, he knows he's, oh, I've seen this exact defense before, and he knows where people are going. So it almost doesn't mm-hmm. matter who he has at wide receiver. And, again, if he does it again this year, I will be right there with you, tier of his yeah. own. But I need to see it one more time.
1: I hear you. And I then do. I'll
0: be okay. But for <laughs> this year, uh, well, let's go with, well, you've already basically mentioned your number one is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You do have yep. him on my sheet here in his own tier, and then you have the next couple. And, yeah, I I have Andrew Luck as my number one.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, that's fine. I think I, he
0: is He's going to be playing with a huge chip on his shoulder. He has got a lot to prove, and I told you guys last year to trade for him after week four. I was like, all right, he's gotten his groove back. He hasn't gone overly amazing, and he was cheap. You could get him because, oh, I guess maybe Andrew Luck isn't back. No, he was, and he went on a tear from weeks like 5 to 11, and that is what I am expecting pretty much every week this year out of Andrew Luck. He's got some new toys. He's got a Paris Campbell if Eric Ebron mm-hmm. can be even 75% of what he was last year there's another red zone target and TY Hilton is TY Hilton you know what you're getting out of him and Andrew Luck is he's just going to be right there i i, I don't know what else to say he was the number 4 quarterback last year and he yep. did all that on only 389 completions uh 4,264 yards 32 touchdowns he did he has thrown over his career he does throw interceptions yeah so
1: i mean with fantasy football it depends on what your league is sometimes you don't get charged for interceptions in whatever league that is but interceptions usually only cost one two points so it doesn't usually hurt too much unless you're throwing a ton then it would but I don't think, I, listen, Andrew Luck is number two on my list. And I can absolutely see him being the number one. If Mahomes falls off, then Luck, I mean, like you said last year, I remember you saying it for week four, week five, whatever it was, get him now because it, he's going to be back. And he was back. I mean, he just he lit it up, like you said. And that's pretty much everything you're saying is what I was going to say about him <laughs> because he's my number two. I don't know if any. Has anyone? Has anyone else got him at number two? Is like, I don't. I haven't I don't looked it up so. at other rankings or anything like that. But just, I think it's great that we both have him really high because I really do believe he's going to have another fantastic year. Like you said, got something to prove. He's got all the weapons now. If Campbell is underwhelming, we'll see what happens. But I think he just shifts it and yeah. goes to somebody else. He is that good of a quarterback that I think. It doesn't matter what the cards are dealt. He's going to win that hand.
0: Yep. Uh, I would just like to correct myself. Uh, I was reading off his projected numbers when I said okay. his 380 I didn't know because I wasn't and, looking at it. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, God, stupid MFL the way they do it. I look at the top <laughs> line because guess what? That was his last year, but no, they have their projections out there. No, he had 430 completions, 4,593 yards, and 39 touchdowns, which was only one away from his career high of 40. So. He's back
1: yep. and He's back. 100%. I expect
0: him to be an MVP contender this coming year.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that. He's back and it's kind of like it's under the radar still. Like kinda. people still aren't seeing it. Like he is a really good quarterback and not just quarterback, he's really good fantasy quarterback. Yep. So you got to go pick him up if you If you're going to do a draft, if you're trading and somebody's got a bunch of quarterbacks and he's one of them sitting on the roster, maybe you try to squeeze him in somehow. But he's still going to cost you something. But you should have done it week
0: four, like we said. (laughs) That's right. Exactly right. Well, uh, does that mean we're ready for a little ESP? ESP, yeah, sure.
1: ESP, early season predictions.
0: All right, Tom, let's start it off.
1: All right. Um this is not a good feeling. I <laughs> sometimes you get these bad feelings about guys and it's just it you guys may have noticed the one guy that everybody's got on their top 10 list wasn't on either one of our lists. And that's for good reason. That's Kyler Murray. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Not this year. I every I don't know. I I honestly don't get it. How is he in the top five, Top well, some of them top five, top ten on lists and rankings and ADPs? What is going on here? He is a rookie with rookie receivers. The only rookie receiver he doesn't have is starting to get a little older when I'm sad to say it. Fitzgerald's just not the same guy. I still think he's got loads of talent, but it's just not the same. Like He's just Kyler Murray. I've got a bad, bad feeling I don't even have him in my top 24. I can't do it. He's just not. It's a rookie. How many times you got to say it? Last year, I would have never put a rookie in the top 10. <laughs> Ever. That would be silly. That'd be crazy. Nope. When's the last time you've seen a rookie in the top 10 projection before the season even started?
0: It was probably I'd,
1: Andrew Luck. yeah. But this Kyler Kyler Murray is not Andrew Luck. No, he certainly isn't. I'm sorry. This is one of the worst feelings I've ever had. He's got to prove it to me before I can even touch him. I'm not going to touch him (laughs) until I see it on the field. All
0: right. Well, I thought about trying to get Kyler Murray... In my startup Superflex <laughs> Dynasty, but he's just going for way too much, and I can't.
1: That's exactly the point. I can't put myself I don't through it. it. Uh,
0: well, I know I went off on a tangent earlier, but I'm going to keep going on the tangent <laughs> because my ESP is Carson Wentz. <laughs> I, got, I, I cut the episode. I, this I is can't a- help. I am here. I'm telling you. I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible. I swear to you, I am trying to be as unbiased as possible. Okay,
1: okay, let's I'll hear you out. I'll hear you out. What <laughs> if
0: everybody that is a part of this organization and everybody that reports on this organization is seeing exactly what they're seeing before the 2017 season when he would have, and I still believe, again, this is very homerous. he should be MVP last that year.
1: Oh, I, I completely agree with you on that one, too. I really do.
0: I mean, I have him top five, but that's only because I would look like just the biggest Homer if I would have put him any higher than that. <laughs> He is not that high on most people's lists. And if I would have put him up there in that same tier as Mahomes, Rogers, and Luck, I would just, you guys wouldn't listen to me anymore. (laughs) So that's why it's in the ESP section. I truly, honestly believe that Carson Wentz could finish as the number one quarterback in the league this year, fantasy-wise. I
1: think that could happen. But. I just don't. Now this I don't is this think is it's going
0: to happen. The best part of the ESP is you can get Carson Wentz later than a oh, lot yeah. of these quarterbacks. So if you have any faith in me having faith <laughs> in my guy Carson Wentz, <laughs> wait on your quarterback and take Carson Wentz as late as you can get, and you might have, you know, your Andrew Luck from last year or your Patrick Mahomes, because Patrick Mahomes didn't get taken. He was basically right. a QB two last year. Right. And we were on the fence about him we're like, well, he's got yeah. all the weapons. And, you know, it, it looks like it could be good, but we haven't seen it yet. Well, we've right. seen it from Carson before. And now he has just got so many weapons. I'm getting myself too psyched up for the season. <laughs> Our offense could average 35 plus points a game like we were doing that year and keeping up with anybody and everybody. So... I'm sorry this was such a homery episode, but I really truly believe that Carson Wentz is going to be higher than top five. I want to say it, but I I shouldn't. I've said enough already about Carson Wentz.
1: All right. All right. I got to say something to counter you a little bit. It's kind of funny. But a couple years ago, I saw this shirt uh, that the uh, Jets fan made, and it said this. you're on YouTube. You'll be able to see it, but it says "Just Endure the Suffering." J E T S, Jets, 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 and then I remember making one up for for you for the Eagles, <laughs> and I believe it was early anticipation. Uh, oh man, I don't remember the rest of it, but I this is just so perfect because you <laughs> are was. anticipating extremely early that he is going to be spectacular. The Eagles are going to be awesome. And I just think it's great. I will say (laughs) the last time I had this feeling
0: was when we signed Terrell Owens (laughs) and that first game Terrell Owens came out there and we were like, see, I told you, I don't know what else to say. I told you. so." So I'm hoping at the beginning of next year, when we do our I told you so's that this is going to be one of them because I am I'm I'm pretty pretty psyched pretty hyped up for the new year and I just wanted to get here everybody's in camp we've extended him we have we have no worries and, and we lost Joe Douglas to the Jets and I'm not
1: worried. <laughs> <laughs> All right well I, I remember what it was okay it was. Early anticipation guarantees losing every season. Oh, Eagles. boy. I'm but not going to go that far this year because the Eagles are pretty good. But no, yeah, I thought it
0: was funny. I didn't say anything about a dream team. So let's hope <laughs> yeah. that that does. You, you were,
1: you uh, were, the, the twilight was in your eye. Uh-huh. It was like you were looking at <laughs> a brand new car that was just off, and they was like, You get it for free. You're like, I get it for free. Man, I tell you, it was it was hard to watch. Was it? I I, I had to minimize my screen because oh, sure I couldn't you did. I couldn't look at it anymore further. <laughs> All right. Well that is way more than enough
0: that <laughs> that you guys should have to endure of me gushing over my guys, but it's true. Every every last word it's gonna come true. So go out there and get my boy Carson Wentz on your fantasy teams. You will not regret it. I'm saying it now, but You said
1: it was enough and you're still dying. <laughs> I
0: know. I can't I can't help it. <laughs> oh man. All right. That that's gonna wrap it up <laughs> for our top twelve quarterbacks. Um we always have to mention our guy at uh pole sports. It's coming yeah. and he is going to be with us in Canton, Ohio. Yeah, you guys are wanting to stop over and check us out meet us in person or any of the other guys are going to be there uh there's other podcasts uh I talk to Jeremy from the Back Row show from time to time he's going to be there with his guys they're going to be set up you can meet those um it, it there's going to be a ton of people there and a ton of different yeah. uh fantasy just industry people in
1: Yeah and it if you're unsure if you don't want to go to this fantasy expo, oh, I like fantasy, but just, just go to Canton, Ohio, yeah. because you're going to go, just go to the hall of fame, go That's to the hall right. of fame, stop by the expo. Why not? It's if you've never been to the hall of fame, it's really spectacular. It's I really liked it years back when I went. It's two minutes from the event. Yeah. It's awesome. So there's it's no great. reason
0: you can't do both. It's not like exactly. you have to spend six hours in the fantasy football expo, even that <laughs> might be enough or too much for some people. But yeah, yes. Uh, our guy, Jonathan, he's going to be there with us, uh, set up August 18th, Canton, Ohio. Uh, there is a link in the show notes where you can get $5 off a ticket. If you use our code fuel, F U E L. So that's cool. If you plan on coming, you can save a little money. Um, poll sports. It's as advertised. Yeah. <laughs> Real time poll results for anything that you want to ask, it's there. It's customized. Uh, you get dynasty keeper uh, redraft. You you can ask the questions and they're color coded, so it's easy to follow. I mean, it's just it's going to be a great, amazing tool for you all season long and in the off season. So please check it out. Pollsports.com, and yep. uh, you can find us. All over the place, again, you can find us at on Twitter at FantasyFuel, Facebook.com slash Fuel. You can find us lurking over in Fantasy Football, Stardom, Residum. Also mm-hmm. on Facebook, our website, of course, FantasyFuelPodcast.com. It's got our rankings. It's got all our YouTube clips. So if you're on YouTube, click that bell, get your notifications, subscribe <laughs> to us, all that good stuff. And if you're on the new Apple podcast, I'm not sure if all that stuff has gone through yet, but there's a new version on Apple for Podcast. Click the subscribe button there. Give us a little review. It helps us out. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to stay fueled up this football season.